last you were here, you began your... I'll, I'll give you a, a broad overview since some of us are rejoining after an extended period of absence. Your adventure began in the port city of Daggerford, where the local lord, uh, the uh, Baroness, uh, Lady Morrowind Daggerford, had asked you, after you had acclaimed some renown in the area, to investigate and find out about the uh, raids that were happening on local farms, uh, kidnapping children, apparently, and slaughtering livestock and killing people. Uh, locals had claimed that they had seen wolf-like men, which was largely unheard of in these parts. And uh, it wasn't certain what the story was, be it actually werewolves that had come, or was it bandit raids, or what have you. The lady promised you a small but not insignificant sum of gold to find out what had happened. You stocked up and left the city of Daggerford and headed out towards one of the local farms. On your way there, you discovered that another farm on the way had more recently been raided. Several of the livestock slaughtered, the man of the house killed, the woman still remaining alive somewhat, and their young son kidnapped, taken, described by wolf-like creatures that walked on two legs. You quickly assessed the tracks and found indeed that these were animal-like tracks, but bipedal and much larger and heavier. Heading out into the woods, you gave chase. Finding yourselves in the woods, the scenery somewhat began to change. The world started to feel different. The air smelled different. The Everything was just felt wrong and off. Uh, darkness began to seep in upon you and a creeping fog you found surrounding yourselves. You tried to climb up into a tree to get a better view, unable to see very much, and you tried dispelling the fog through magical means, finding it to be quite ineffective despite druidic magic, which was quite disturbing. Continuing onwards, you found that no matter what direction you turned or how you went, you could only pass in one direction. Eventually, following the road, you came upon large gates that were entirely unfamiliar, even to those that knew the surrounding area, depicting uh, kings and warlords that were ancient. They had the appearance of having been untouched in centuries, uh, which would be entirely unusual in this area. Uh, shortly thereafter, you discovered the corpse of a young man bearing a letter just off the side of the gates, which was written by a man by the name of Kolin and Dirovich, a burgomaster or mayor of a village by the name of Barovia, who begged for help, essentially. He said that he had been, that these lands had been besieged and that he begged uh, essentially that all those stay away, do not come near, seal off these lands and leave them to their fates. The young man bearing the letter had been slaughtered, with wounds on his body that seemed to be consistent with, indeed, wolf uh, bites and claw marks. After staying in that area and investigating for some period of time, you all were besieged by a pack of dire wolves. The fight was brutal and uh, you 
man managed to survive, but only just. Licking your wounds and resting, you pressed onwards, eventually coming uh, upon swamplands where you made camp, and then eventually seeing a small village on the horizon with smokestacks rising from it. Entering the village of Barovia, one mentioned by Kolanin Dirovich in his letter. He also in his letter had mentioned that his daughter, Irina, uh, had been uh, twice bitten by, by a vampire, and that he feared for her very life. Upon arrival into the village, you found a strange land entirely unfamiliar to all of you around. There were row houses, mostly empty, and uh, homes with small amounts of light and smoke rising from them and very little faint activity. Two small children stood in the center of the road and told you all as you arrived that a monster was in their house and that their baby brother Walter was in the nursery on the upper floors. You decided to enter out of goodness to rescue the babe only to discover uh, that the house was largely abandoned. Although the lower floor is clean and dusted, you did notice the sigil of a windmill worked into paintings on the wall and into the hilt of a sword that was above the mantelpiece. Upon further investigation, uh, magical armaments and defenses of the house seemed to come to life and attack an animated suit of armor. Upon further investigation, you found that Walter was the product of an affair between the man of the house and the nursemaid who was then slaughtered, apparently the parents' members of some horrific cannibalistic cult that had worked in the basement to do their uh, horrific deeds, their ritual sacrifices and slaughters, and perform their cannibalistic rituals, all in the means of appeasing an evil god. The ghosts and remnants of the cult still dwelled within the house and uh, attempted upon your arrival to raise the, ver the very such beast. Only after defeating this monster and escaping just with your lives into the streets, nearly dead, after discovering that the... Uh, Children that you saw were not real, but merely illusions, as the actual children had been starved to death after being locked in the attic of their uh, insane parents, were members of this cult. You were greeted by none other than Baron Strahd von or Count Strahd von Zervich, who, along with his footmen, welcomed you to the lands of Barovia and told you that he liked to personally greet all of his guests and to size them up. Count Strahd took from you the sword that you had taken from the house and basically sized you all up to some degree and bid you good day and then left in his coach through the city streets. You pressed onwards, now beat up, tired, and in dire need of food, shelter, and rest, to find the local inn, which had been inhabited by few people, a inn by the name of the Blood of the Vine, uh, or Blood in the Vine, previously Blood of the Vine. 
Uh, inside there, you met a man by the name of Ismark. Uh, Ismark the Lesser, the son of Kolin Endirovich, the burgomaster. Ismark Endirovich told you that his adopted sister, Irina, had been tortured by Count Strahd, that he had taken some liking to her and had sent his minions throughout the night surrounding their home, torturing her, and that she had been thrice, twice bit. He feared for her life and that he would claim her as one of his own and begged you to help him get her out of the uh, city of uh, Barovia. He begged for your aid to take her to what he believed would be a stronger city, a place by the name, or stronger town, the fortified town of Valaki. Uh, you agreed to uh, help um, uh, Ismark. However, on arrival, you learned that recently his father, the burgomaster, had in fact died had succumbed to uh, the tortures that were being uh, imbued upon his family by Count Strahd and others, died three days hence of a heart attack, and Irina would not leave his body until given a proper burial. The only place that she would agree would be in the local cemetery where the uh, priest of the uh, town uh, had uh, not been uh, well recently. A uh, man by the name of Donovich, upon arriving into the chapel, you helped carry the body of uh, uh, Kolonandirovich there and found uh, Donovan essentially mad. The entire chapel destroyed pieces of shrapnel and debris everywhere and him at an altar essentially chanting and reciting prayers over and over again to gods that do not listen you heard screams of terror coming from the basement and uh, begging uh, father father you're starving me father upon investigation you learned that uh Donovan's child, his only son, uh, Dormu, had been bitten by Strahd and turned into a spawn of the vampire. He, uh, in a vain attempt to overthrow the devil. In the basement, you found him ravished, starved for blood and mad. Through a sense of duty that his soul must be laid to rest you attempted to slay him through wit means and sheer luck you did indeed manage to slay the body of uh, of dormo and in the undercroft of the chapel is where we find you now as uh priest donovan comes down the stairs to find his slaughtered slaughtered son or the body of his slaughtered son that had become a spawn of the vampire. And you all, covered in blood and remains, barely still alive. 
Donovan collapses onto the ground, tears overwhelming him, and cries for his deceased son. And this is where we find you all now. And I will take you there. You have to bear with me for just a moment. I'm having a little roll 20 trouble. No problem. And I'll take you there. I hope that summary was adequate. And that was just off. And that was just off the dome. When you said slay the devil, did you mean Strahd or an actual devil, a different person? Well, they were here in Barovia. If everyone refers to Strahd as the devil, gotcha. He is the devil, Strahd. Clearly, the man needs a better PR department. (laughs) Or maybe he has the perfect one. (laughs) Okay. And I'll take you there now. You all are down in the undercroft of the church. Uh, Donovich, it's not Donovan, Donovich is uh, just broken down into tears and crying. And you all surround the uh, body of uh, uh, Dormu. Doru. Doru. D-O-R-U. Uh, his son, the former vampire spawn. What do you all do, say? Quick, uh, was I dead? Was I dead? Uh, you are not dead, Bert. You may have been unconscious briefly, but everybody is still alive, as far as I'm aware. Okay. You're all a lot worse for the wear right now. Indeed we are. Except for Nico. It's just fine. Yeah, I'll just show up. bit, really. What does so the body? Happened. What does the body look like? This kid that, or is there no body anymore? It's burst into blood parts. Uh, there is a body there. What? Uh, what are you trying to get a sense for? Like, are you just looking at it, or are you trying to like yeah, under, understand gonna, medicine about it? No, I I, I just want to look at it. Can okay, give me a perception check? Okay. Come on. Sorry. It's this window. Gotcha. Oh, I clicked it. Okay. I don't know. Here we go. Hey. First first roll is always a toughie. All right, fifteen. Um he's not breathing. Uh, yeah. as you as you look into his eyes, you don't see any light of life in the eyes at all. They are black. Um, in his mouth, he has what appears to be like fangs. Uh, he is gaunt appearing 
like he's been wasting away. Uh, there's no fat on the body at all. Sinew and a little bit of muscle. And his fingers have extended into like long claw-like uh, shapes. And the body is still with multiple wounds on it inflicted by you all. There's no bleeding. Can I kneel down and and close the eyelids? Yes, you can. I'll do that. It doesn't respond to me. Yeah, no. It's just creeping me out. Uh, Bert, Bert Beasley is very curious to uh, see maybe how many times this uh, this guy was bitten. You know, maybe uh, if that has to do with him being turned into a vampire. Uh, yeah. Uh, roll, I guess, medicine, Bert, so you can identify. Uh, unfortunately, uh, vampires aren't really covered. It's uh, under uh, most insurance policies. So there are multiple skewer marks to the neck. At least you see at least six puncture wounds, and you're mm -hmm. not certain how many times you've been bitten. Interesting. It's, you know, because the the sister, uh, Irina, you know, she's been bitten twice. And Bert Beasley's just hoping that she doesn't turn into a ghoul. Well. Well, I think it's safe to assume that this guy was bit more than twice. More than twice. That does make sense. So um, I sort of turn to the father and say, um, I know this is truly devastating. Um, it seems as though, uh, you may have lost your son a long time ago, though. Can you tell us a little bit about how this happened to him? Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to make you roll persuasion. He, uh, he breaks down in front of you and just sort of begins to, uh, blubber his eyes out and kind of cry. And he tells you, he says... Doru and several other villagers, they stormed Castle Ravenloft in revolt. They'd all been lured there by a wizard, a wizard in black robes who came to Barovia from a faraway land, promising them that they could defeat the devil. The wizard died, apparently, by Strahd's hand, and so too did Doru. He returned to me like this sent back to be to be my own torture it was from an attempt to kill the devil are uprisings like this uh, common there have been many attempts no one has ever been successful mm. so uh, life under the devil isn't great huh He says nothing. He just sort of lowers his head. Is this the only devil there's ever been? He is our torture. Before him, there was Mother Night and the Morning Lord. But they have abandoned us and forsaken us for the Devil's Strahd. He is beyond death. He rules these lands. Do you have any idea of the kind of 
people or creatures that the devil likes to go after? He takes his pick of brides. I know that he has fancied the daughter of the Burgomaster, Colin Andirovich, most recently. What kind of relationship does uh, the devil have with the Burgermaster? None that I'm aware of. Mm. We so are, uh, we're actually trying to help, you know, the daughter so that she does not become a bride of Strahd. But she will not leave unless her father is buried. Yes, we, we must, we must, we must bury him. And we must bury Doru as well. It must, be, it must be at dawn. We must bury them at dawn in honor of the morning lord. The morning lord who uh, abandoned you and has left you all to be ruled by the uh, Strahd here? That doesn't sound very, very great. We should definitely bury them bury them right now uh, is what Bert Beasley says in a very uh, intimidating tone. It is all we have left. It is all I have left. Uh, Doru is a priest of the Morning Lords, so um, for what it's worth, roll me intimidation. It's mm -hmm. going to be it's going to be tough. Hmm. Mm, my best, my best feature there. He said, he looks over at you and he says, it would not be safe to do it at night. Are there any uh, preparations we need to make for the body? I will. I will prepare Colin and Doro. Bring them both into the main chapel. I will prepare the bodies. Please, come back it on and we will have the burial well you know Bert I don't know about you but I'm feeling quite fatigued oh, a little yeah. snooze Bert Beasley's like super dead wouldn't wouldn't go amiss <laughs> say uh, uh do I I would like to see do I know of any ways to like repel vampires Discourage uh, them. Roll history. Mm, not really. Um, can we ask Doru? Um, are there any wards that? Uh, you mean Donovich? Donovich, yeah. I'm sorry, Donovich. Are there any wards or anything that you that you practice to try to keep? keep this evil at bay, or him at bay. He says we are at his mercy. These lands are his. Mm. So nothing like garlic or <laughs> onions or potatoes? Tell them I got bad breath. Oh, you, you may wear a potato if you wish. <laughs> it will do you no good, huh? I know not of any weakness hmm. to this devil. 
Wet Rock kind of grabs the potato that's been hanging around his neck and tucks it into his shirt. <laughs> For the first time. From uh, from what we have seen and heard, you know, it does sound like a, a strong house, you know, with all the doors and windows barred maybe enough to to help keep them out. We've seen a couple buildings like that. Most of, the, most of the time they must be invited in. Oh. But this is little protection here. Do, do people invite them in or? Are they disguised? Oftentimes he can be. He can assume many forms. Such as many bones, animals, people, even the wind itself. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, that's problematic. Well, that good. <laughs> is it like a? Is it? Is it like a shaded wind or clear wind? I do not know. Mist, fog, a terrible fog. Fog. Gotcha. They say that he appears as a wolf or is sometimes as a bat. Mm. And that he can slip under doors and pass through cracks and ceilings, down chimneys. Is there a way to make sure that he's not invited? I do, not even, I do not even signal know. Signal a disinvitation, if you will. I do not even know that this is true. This is just what they say. But he is everywhere. He is the land. Can we pull up a pew and take a rest? I will work I will work through the evening to prepare the bodies for the burial. You may stay here if you wish. Do we think that's a good idea? Should we you... should we get the girl and like try and sleep and, and keep watch over her? Now you stayed at the end. You stayed at the end last night, so I don't know if you're going to go back there. You did yeah. stay. Yeah, you did stay at the Blood of the Vine Inn. I mean, the pro going to the end is there's there's more people there. You know, which which could help. Yeah, protection in numbers. Yeah. We or just like a school of fish, right? You know, like less likely to get it eaten if you're not alone. Hmm. I How think I vote for the inn. How close is yeah. the inn? Yeah, uh, it's, it's in just down the street. Down the street. Oh. We can see it from the from the door here. Here, I'll take you to the uh, map of the city. I can only see a black screen. Okay. You might uh, pan your camera. Yeah, my panned. Where are you, Wet Rock? I don't know where you're at, Wet Rock. Oh, you may not be there because you weren't here last time. Ha ha ha. That's right. There is, there is no Wet Rock, only Zool. <laughs> he is in the darkness with Whoa. his potato. That's right. 
just caressing the potato. Yeah. Uh, you all are here at the church. Here. Yeah. The inn is this building right here. Ooh. Ooh. It's a the Burgermaster's house is uh, this mansion down here. Hmm. Well, I think uh, Bert Beasley really wants to go to the end. You know, it worked once. No reason it can't work again. Okay. Are you going to collect Irina Colani, uh, Irina first, or, or and Ismart first, or just going to the end first? I think we should bring them to the end with us. That makes sense. Yeah, I right. agree. Irina Colania and Ismark Indirovich. She's adopted. She's adopted. Just you've noticed that they have two separate last names or surnames. Um. Okay. So you head out through the streets of Barovia. It's getting late. Um, let me change the uh, change the uh, soundscape for you. Um, what uh, everybody actually roll me a perception check. Everybody. What are you doing? Ergoth a six. Bagamo a sixteen. Pretty good. Wet Rock a nine. Bert Beasley a fifteen. Nico a ten. Is that everybody? Mm -hmm. That's everybody. Okay. Bert and Bagamo. You catch a glimpse of something. I'm going to bring you onto the streets here. It's getting late in the eve. You catch a glimpse of the same old woman that some of you had bought the dream pastries from previously, pushing her little cart down the street, going up house to house to house. And she is standing at the front of a home. And there are two uh, people, adults there, that seem to be like having some sort of like pleading with her. And only those that beat a 15 notice this at all. You see a small child at the door. And the old woman grab the small child by the neck and then throw the child into a compartment on the cart and slap the door of the cart closed and continue to push the cart on down the row calling out dream pastries dream pastries wow. mm. uh, hell no we're not let this drug dealer lady with the creepy pastries steal a kid are we I mean, do you... I mean, do we really care? Like, does it concern us? Hmm. Could, um... could she be one of Stroud's uh, disguises? You know, going around, getting welcomed in places, handing out these, these drug pies, these narcotic pies, and then 
Why would they steal the child to kill? Well, they're clearly selling the child for yeah. dog pies. Oh, or maybe the pies are people. Ooh. Oh my God! Like Edward. Or... Dream realized. Um. Also. Todd. <laughs> oh what if? I mean, what about the cannibals? Well, they're follow? long since. They're long since dead. Oh, but okay. there might be more. Could be. Should we follow? How would we go even? How would we even go about following and then confronting? No less. Well, I'm just gonna run up and open that that cart. <laughs> no, taking <laughs> children. No. You just you just run up to the woman. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, as you run up, she turns and looks at you and says, as, as you're about to like reach for the card, and she says, Oh my dearie, dearie me. If you need a pastry that bad, it will only be too gold. Ma'am, I do not need any of your dodgy pastries, but you are going to let that child out of the cart. Thank you very much. Uh... She, um, I kind of stepped to to back up. Roll me an roll me an intimidation check. All right. You can take advantage on it too. Move your character piece over to where she is. She's this lady over here. Ooh, that is insight, Amy. Oh, oops, wrong one. Plus four versus a plus one. Yeah. Okay, that's better. Well, right, so that... it would just be a 17. Yeah. Uh, move your characters tokens to where you're at. So first things first, um, do the rest of us, like, because only some of us noticed this. Yep, I don't know what Bagmo did. I just heard Bagmo ran up there. That's right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I don't really know what's going running, on, so I'll I, just... I took off after her. Yeah. So the rest of you, uh, it's Wet Rock and Bagmo that took off running towards the old woman. And the rest, the three, the remaining three of you, you can decide how you would respond to Bagmo doing that. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, I think what I would like to stay behind so that not our whole group doesn't get destroyed, you know. Yeah. We'll let Bagmo check that out. Okay. With an 18 intimidation. And a 17 intimidation. Uh, she looks at you all and she looks down and she unclicks the lock. And the little boy scrambles out. And uh, he looks at you with fearful eyes and he runs down the street. And she closes the lock and says, very well. And mm -hmm. she looks over at the house where the uh, he runs into the uh, two, what you assume are his parents' arms, and uh, she gives them a knowing look. And then looks at you and then says to you, Bagmo, who was it that ate the pastry? It was Ergoth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Ergoth, roll me a like wisdom save, please. Um, can I interest you in a pastry? Ergoth, you want nothing more than to eat another pastry. You're not compelled to do it, but you 
you are just fantasizing about how great it was. The dreams so, you had. So maybe, because I'm still kind of confused at what's going on here. And so I sort of like walk up. I hung back because I, I really didn't understand what uh, was going on. And as, you, as you're doing that, as you're yeah. doing that, wet rock. Make me a quick dexterity check, please. Dex checks. Dex check, wet rock. Okay, I'm working on it. That's a saving throw. Sorry. You can do it as a saving throw. If you have it as a save. Ooh. Woo! Okay. Critical. That's good. I feel good about it. Yeah, that's real good. What do I get? Uh, nothing right now. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm so something. dexterous standing still. The so, potential uh, energy is some, just... I'm going to put it this way. Something doesn't happen. That's so good. I'm so glad. Um, she looks over at you, though, uh, and you notice that there was like... I don't know if you perceive it, but I guess with a dex, you have to perceive it to get it. Um, there was like the, the subtlest, like whip of a strand of like hair that she had tried to like whip around you. Mm. Uh, but you managed to sort of like dodge out of the way of it kind of quickly with that yeah. amazing check. Sweet. Um, I reach over and kind of put my hand on Bagma's shoulder and say, uh, we saved the kid. I don't like this. And she looks over at you uh, and she says, Sweet dreams. And she smiles. Do, uh, should we ask what she was, why, why she's taking this child or should we just let her go? I think mean, we're pretty. I mean, you know. So, so, yeah, so my affinity for her wares leads me to sort of say, um, hey, now, you know, uh, uh, maybe there's just a misunderstanding here. Um, what, what, this is what a you, child what was, trafficking drug ring. What was your, yeah, what was, what was going on here? I'm sure there's a reasonable explanation. Uh, she's trying to move away. Are you guys like preventing her from fleeing? I'm going to grab her cart. Oh, oh no. no. Wet Rock, Wet Rock does not like this situation. Uh, make very me, uneasy. Make me a dexterity check. Is uh, being so assertive. Bagamo. And child protective services. Okay. Uh, Bagamo, she looks at you and she says, Sweet dream. God, what? <laughs> And then uh, she says, she looks over at you all and she says, I will collect my payment. They all pay in the end. Can I, I interest you? I throw two I... gold at her and say, You leave that kid alone, you old bitch. Boom! <laughs> she, wow. uh, she quickly snaps up the gold and says, Good day to you, dear. And dreams pushes the chart onwards, the the cart on down the road. Uh, goodness that's gracious, it's creepy. I don't oh, trust it. I don't like it. 
where are we going? We need to get moving that direction. I'm glad uh, we keep that kid. See her doing something shady one more time. For, no, we don't know. We should, but... uh, we should talk to the parents and see why they are selling their child for pastries. Oh, that's. Good I idea. know why they're selling their child. Oh, why? God. For drugs. For drugs. Uh oh, we got for dream drugs. I mean, air gods halfway there to being a junkie. Uh oh. <laughs> that's like what my parents did to me. Uh oh. Uh, now let's not be hasty. Let's <laughs> not be hasty. You know, guys, we we came out here. We had a mission, and that mission was to go uh, get the people that we were trying to protect and take them to the inn for protection. We get sidetracked here, chasing this creepy lady who definitely has some kind of dark magic about her. I don't, I don't like it. I would like to follow up with the parents, though, because it would be good to because yeah. we're, we're we, we need to know more about what this place is all about. So I think it would be very reasonable mm -hmm. since we liberated their child to go check up on them and make sure the kid's okay. I'm a member of the team, and I'll follow you guys and make sure that okay. someone's got eyes on your back. But I don't like it. Uh, the house is sealed and closed. There's a faint light on the inside. Doors are appear to be closed tightly. It was in this home here. She sends moves on. She moves on down the street and out of view with her little push cart. Which home? This one. Okay, the one we're standing right in front of. Yeah. Well. We should go up and knock on the door, and if they don't open it, then our friend Nico here can pick the lock. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be the what? first one. What? As you knock, as you knock on the door, there is no answer. Oh God. Let's leave these people alone. We can talk to them tomorrow. I don't know. I I have a I have a plan. You know, once we get in there. What? Now I, we're uh, breaking and entering. Did we not come I, here to save these people? What so are we doing? His plan is to sell them insurance. <laughs> no, no, to sell them what they really want. Oh God! Drugs. Yeah, dream pastries. Yeah, I, I, I still have one. Still got, still got a drug pie. Do Wait, you? is that your actual plan? Yeah. They clearly want drugs. They'll tell us anything for a pastry. Oh God! That's a good point. Well, I don't think we should break in, though. Like that doesn't. Well, make they're sense. not answering the door. I Just don't know yell out, "There's but a free dream pastry." How are they going to respond to people breaking in and trying to sell them drugs? Like, and, I, I feel like and then are we going to berate them like, for hey, getting their some... kid kidnapped? Like, I don't know. It I don't, sounds I don't like it. but rockets. It all sounds risky. Maybe we could yell. I don't. I don't know. Should we really be drawing attention to ourselves like that? You know, the problem is there's too many bad things in this horrible village. What is happening? <laughs> you know, I agree. I agree with Bacamo. You I'm going to reach into my pack, pull, a, pull, pull out my, my personal flask, take a big pull on it, and resign myself to whatever. Wet Rock, I got 12 year here for you. It's been aged. You can. Uh... <laughs> 
you know, I I will follow. I believe I would follow Bagmo into a burning building. She's, Bagmo, uh, what uh, what are you doing? Yes, we better go get Arena because it's getting late. But I am very distressed over all of the bad things that are happening, and I don't have enough hours in the day or health or, or spell slots to fix all of them. <laughs> and I'm just I'm very stressed out. That's right. I don't want to go in there uh looking for a fight when we're so um you know whipped already. I don't, I don't think we'd have to fight them. We can just offer them a pastry. You think um, this is gonna be one of those we'll knock them out and sprinkle crack on them later and, and <laughs> <laughs> all, that, right. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Out of what are you doing? I'll give you the action. Uh 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 Bert Beasley, what are you doing? I think you've knocked on the Bert, door, there's no response. Bert Beasley's gonna bang on the door and say, We saved your kid and we got you a pastry. There is no response at all. Wow. You see a faint candlelight inside. Uh, Bert Beasley is gonna gonna ask if we should kick in the door or leave. That's that's kind of our only options here. I think Bagamo is in favor of leaving. Wet Rock is in favor of leaving. I leave it I up. To, I, I leave it up to Bert to decide what Bert is doing. Hmm. Bert Beasley is just so curious about these these pies and thinks it's really the key to the whole the whole thing. You gonna so do he's, it? He's gonna kick in the door. For okay, sure. just make me a, a quick strength check or athletics or something like that. Strength or athletics to kick it in. Yeah, you kick it in. The door breaks off of the uh, off of its lock and it flies open with a with a wham. And inside, you see a dimly lit house with a couple of candles burning. You don't hear or see much else. Uh, a young boy, you do hear whimpering cry sounds around the corner. Uh, Bert Beasley's going to take the pastry out of his bag and uh, hold it in his hand and, and walk it and call for the. Make me a dexterity check. Bert Beasley is not dexterous, mm. but he is it's pretty, today. It's pretty good. A young boy tries to snatch the pastry out of your hands, but you whip it back just in time as he comes running by. And uh, yeah, he fails in his attempt to grab said pastry from you. And he's there in front of you. It is, in fact, the young boy that was in the uh, locked cabinet underneath the old woman's cart. Son, where where are your parents? Why did they why did they give you to that old woman? He sort of whimpers a little bit and points uh, down the hallway. Bert Beasley is going down the hallway. Okay, down the hallway you find a bedroom. There's a man and a woman there. They are lying on the ground at candlelight, and there are pastries beside them. They appear to be in some sort of deep, deep trance. Mm. Deep sleeping trance. Uh, Bert Beasley is going to try to shake one of them awake. Uh, no such luck. No such luck, huh? Yep, unless you're going to 
really, really let him have what for. Just a simple Bert shake. Beasley is gonna gonna peck him in the gut. <laughs> okay. Uh, make me an attack roll. Oh my goodness! It's escalating. This is an unarmed strike. Uh, that'll hit. Give me the damage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you kick him in the gut. This commoner that has five HP, and you see, <laughs> you, you see blood spits out of the man's mouth as you stomp on him. Wow. Oh my god! This is a police home invasion. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now the kid's an orphan. Uh, he doesn't seem to break from the trance, however. Uh, blood up. Yeah, he's spitting up blood now. Bert Beasley's gonna crouch down and uh, get in some dinner. And no, use one of his his hands, uh, lay on hands, pull to restore him to one HP. <laughs> Can make me make me a dexterity saving throw. While you're doing that, the young boy snatches the dream pastry from your other hand, and you see him on the other end of the room gobbling it down. Yeah. Uh, mm. that, that's fine. Does the person who I killed and then, then revived uh, wake up from their, Not their a trance? Bit. Not, Not a bit. bit. Wow. Oh, man. If even the kids are drug addicted, I don't know what we can do here. Oh, it seems seems like this is out of our hands. Purposely, <laughs> just gonna, it's just gonna leave. Okay, well at least we're not gonna burn the oh, house. Uh, what you said? Are there any pastries next to the adults? If so, he's gonna he's gonna take them. Yeah, there are a couple. Yeah, he, t he takes them. So so uh, Urgoth says with a little bit of light in his eye, "What we're burning the house down?" Yeah. Uh, Urgoth, uh, make me a wisdom saving throw as you're surrounded by dream pastries. Oh no, that's fair. I've apparently got a problem. Urgoth, you have the overwhelming urge to tank one of those suckers and have just a little nibble of it. Can I try to sneakily grab one of these um, pastry bits that yeah, uh, sure. are later in the room? Yeah, sure. Make me a, a slight of hand check. Okay, because I want to do this in a way that other people don't see. Uh, you you do it. Oh dear Lord! <laughs> yeah, DC ten. Okay, so I want to make I want I want to be very clear about this. Ergoth's doing this. John Hawkins isn't. <laughs> yeah, this isn't what I would do. Yeah, Ergoth's his own man here, and um, yeah, he sort of uh, pockets some of the material here. Okay. All right. You have a bit of a dream pastry on you. Wow. Can we go now? Yeah, yeah let's go get Arena. That did not work out at all like I thought it I thought it would. Christ. I'm just glad we didn't kill anybody. Okay. You make your way to uh the Burgermaster's mansion. And uh there you find uh uh Arena. Arena Kolonovich. 
and uh, her brother uh, Ismark Indirovich is uh, there with her. Um, I assume you tell her that uh, you've arranged for the burial of her uh, father in the morning. Yep. And uh, time to hustle to the inn. We can't. We can't let you stay here. Not you safe. tell her to. You tell her to come with you to the end to remain safe in numbers. Mm-hmm. We can have a little slumber party. <laughs> okay. What do you guys know about dream pastries? You're asking. Who are you asking? Irina, Irina or, or Ismark? Both. Who are you directing? Both. Yeah. Um. They say. Uh, uh, those that become addicted to them must sell anything to get them. Like yes. their own child? Yes. What do they do? They allow you to escape. In your dreams, you escape the darkness. You're transported to a wonderful world. Many people prefer to remain in the dream rather than to remain here. They would give in. They would give their own child to stay in the dream. Why hasn't anyone handled this situation? What is the situation to handle? Getting rid of this creepy old drug dealing lady. Clapper in irons. I mean, String her up for child any, trafficking. I don't know. Get any more pastries. Everyone's... The darkness does surround. Escaping the is... darkness doesn't sound Wait. terrible. It's is like it, anyone who takes one of these pies like immediately addicted. No. No. No, but the urge always becomes to have another, and another, okay. and another, and upon mm -hmm. having enough, eventually, if you've lived your entire life in the darkness, a glimpse of the sun feels like heaven. Hmm. And what would you give to escape this darkness? Word. Some some will give their their firstborn child. This is just rumors. But this is what I know. Yeah. And uh they agree to come with you to uh the end. arrive at the Blood of the Vine Inn. You have Ismark with you. Not at the inn. And you have Irina with you. Let me get Irina. Hang on just a moment. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Irina Kolania. Is Uh As you arrive at the Blood of the Vine, uh, you see the uh, same three uh, women wearing more brightly colored clothing uh, that you had seen previously, the owners of the Blood of the Vine. And they all greet you, and they greet Ismark. Oh, Ismark the Lesser. 
returned with your sister, nonetheless, and you bring friends. Welcome, welcome. You all are not from around here. This is the second time that I have seen you, marks one of them. Thanks for uh, letting us stay at your establishment. It is our pleasure. We are here to ensure payment is arranged. You need room? You need rooms? Yes. Yes, yes. please. Yes. <laughs> Do you happen to have any rooms without windows? Rooms without vampires. Uh, there mm -hmm. are two rooms with no windows. We'll take those. This is all you wish? Two rooms? There are but two beds. Will you be sleeping upon the floor? We'll, we'll snuggle in. Yeah. We double up. No, you're very, very well. I would want to share a bed with. You see the same, uh, like the same barkeep, sort of that was just like cleaning the glasses repetitively, over there in the corner. Uh, he's a pudgy little man, uh, who sort of is tending the bar. Are you uh, just turning in for the night? Or are you uh, getting dinner or asking questions or anything like that? I do need to eat my feelings. It's been an emotional day. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to go to the bar as well. Okay. Head over to the bar and uh, Ismark will join you. I'll move Ismark over there. And I think Irina will join as well. Since and Bagmo, you're wanting to eat something? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get some food too. Are you all sitting at the bar or are you uh getting a table or what? Not the bar. There's tables and the bar. You can all sit at the bar if you want. I'm already there, friend. All right. You were offered the uh evening meal, which is uh like some sort of stew. Uh it is uh Five silver pieces for the uh, stew, and it is uh, uh, one gold piece for the room. For a room? Yeah. Okay, that'll, cover, okay. that'll, that'll cover everybody for both rooms. One gold piece for the uh, rooms. Five silver pieces for the uh, meal. Nice. I'm getting a meal. Okay. If somebody wait. else could pick out the rooms, come back yeah, through some I, money I at that. I have, a, I have I have all kinds of money. I'll, I'll buy the. I'll get the room. Okay. Uh, the uh, one of the uh, women, in more brightly colored clothing, walks over to you and says, "What is it you are all doing here?" You know, a little sightseeing gone awry. Ah, you were brought here. You must have some role to play in it all. Right? Is there you a should... game? Uh, 
Bert Beasley, uh, I understand that you are uh, you are travelers who travel the travel the open road. Is that is that correct? My people used to travel more. We we still do from time to time. We come, we go, we make camp. How tomorrow we plan to set out to another town, a fortified city. How do you protect yourselves in the wild? We've come across this this evil fog that has that burns and hurts. My my people are granted special passage by the Lord of the land. Oh. How how did you get that? Why would you why would he give that to your people? Uh she says, uh, centuries ago my people came to the aid of the prince in his time of need. And since then we uh we have been granted special permission by him. Oh wow. Does he does he leave you alone entirely or does He calls on us from time to time when he needs and when he calls upon us we do as is required. What does he what does he need from you? I do not know. I do not question to know the mind of the the mind of the Lord of the land. Information. Information. Nice. Collaborators. That's all the questions you asked for, really. She looks at you and she says, uh, you should seek out Madam Ava. Madam Eva is the the seer of my people. You you mentioned her before. Where but I have forgotten where you said she she resides. She would be at the encampment by the Ser Pool. We we have an my people have an encampment there. She is a seer. She can tell you what you need to know. Okay, thanks. Thanks. Uh, to everyone else, Bert Beasley says that it, it does sound like later, before we set on this adventure to the fortified city, we might want to stop by there and see if they, they know how to, to travel. Our few times out at night, uh, there's been the terrible fog and all the werewolves, and it might be Maybe helpful to have some hints about the land. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. But since these right. guys, well, I guess, do you tell us anything about the conversation you had where you found out what they are? Or are you just coming over to say we should go just by stop, the point? Just uh, talk to the travelers and, you know, there there might be someone who can give us more information and help do us. You, do you trust the travelers? Well, they they do travel, so that I would trust from them. But anything else, as much as you know, anyone in this town, 
which is not much because they're all drug addicts. So Ismark <laughs> Ismark looks over and says the Vistani, they they have no love for the devil any more than anyone else here. But trust is difficult. Ah, they may be able to provide information. It may be helpful. But be always be wary of him. Since I run a luck, I don't want to walk into a trap again. Indeed. All right. Everybody turning in for the night? Mm-hmm. Think so. All right. How are you doing that? Just going to bed? Yeah. Right. Lock the door or anything? Or? Well, I think we probably need to set up watch, right? I mean, we. Yeah, that's we, what I was going to ask yeah. if we're doing watches. Yeah. It's up to y'all. Might not be a bad idea. Watches mm -hmm. since we brought them. Yeah, over. I think we should set up watch. <laughs> well, I'm kind of a night owl you know, anyway. Flunk out. So I, I could help. Okay. All right. Who's got first watch? Nico. First. Oh, kind of a night owl. So. so, Nico, you take last watch then. Oh, okay. Okay. There's there'll be four watches. You need four people to take them so that you basically you need to get enough sleep to count for a long rest. If you don't get enough sleep, it doesn't count as long rest. Okay, okay. I'll do first watch. Okay. Who's got two? I'll do second. Bagmo's two. Who's got three? Bert Beasley. Bert Beasley four and Nico five. Or Nico's four. All right. First watch is without event. Ergoth? Um, is there any furniture in the room? Uh, you want me to move you to... Actually, let me move you to your rooms. Okay. Who else in what room? Who are roomies? Um, I'd well, like to probably brother and sister would be more comfortable if we kept them together. Oh, these are tiny rooms since you wanted the ones only with no windows. Yep. I'm piling in with brother and sister because I'm tired. All right. You're in there. <laughs> All right. Then I'll put uh it's I'll put Wet Rock Bagmo in there and then I'll put uh, everybody else in uh another room. We got a room of 4 and a room of 3. Wait. All right, there's your rooms. And then we'll rotate in I mean, the watch, we're, we're primarily watching over brother and sister, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll rotate into this room. Yeah. You can just watch from the, the hallway here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, however you want to do it. That's that's a good idea. So I guess I'll be out here. And so is yeah. this a piece of furniture out here? It's a fireplace. Is it um? Is it lit? Yeah. So... No um. Lit. I'm thinking deeply about um I'm thinking deeply about this pastry situation and um I'm basically holding it in my hand and I'm extremely torn about whether to eat it or to throw it into the fire. Is this something I should I, I can decide or is this something I should roll for? Character choice. Um I think 
I'm going to try to claw myself back here, and I'm I'm going to throw it into the fire. Okay. Ergoth, you toss the pastry into the fire. Um, as you do, you hear a sort of a hissing noise as the flames consume it. Don't notice anything interesting or bizarre about the flames themselves? No. Okay. Interesting. So you said my watch um, goes without note otherwise? Without note otherwise. Hmm. Uh, Pogmo. Pogmo, which? Who, you're number two, White Rock? Yeah, I'll, I'll do number two. All right. That is a two on my die. So your watch goes without event. Sweet. Bagma, were you three? Here. Okay. Bagma, how much HP do you have prior to this rest? Seven. Seven? Yeah. All right. Your watch goes without event. And Nico. Also without event. Very lucky. Great. Lucky lucky night. Everybody has achieved a long rest. Pogmo. You. Although you have achieved a long rest right now, you have restored your spell slots, you've restored your HP. You did not sleep well, Pogmo. You had very, very strange, bad dreams. Pogmo. They mm -hmm. were not they were not sweet dreams. Um, you feel tired upon wakening. Um, not exhausted or anything, but just tired. Uh, the one thing that you remember dreaming of, Pagmo, is remember hearing, seeing the sounds of what looks like human bones being crushed by mighty gears that are turning. And you remember hearing screams. Screams of what sounds like children screaming that uh, prevented you from sleeping very well. And you didn't get a real good sense of what you were seeing other than these giant gears and grinders crushing bone and the screams of children that prevented you from sleeping well. That sounds haunting. Sort of put my war hammer in that old lady's head. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. how that's her reaction. I know it was her. <laughs> yeah, so the next day comes and you all wake and uh, I assume you're going to the uh, cemetery for the burial? Yep. Time yeah. for a sunrise, sunrise ceremony. Sunrise ceremony. Okay. A sunrise internment. There's not much of a sunrise as the sun yeah. dwells behind cloud. Uh, Donovich says a few words as two bodies are prepared, Doru, his son, and uh, Burgomaster Kolin and Derevich as two fresh graves have been prepared and 
both of the bodies are laid to rest. He blesses them and prays to the morning Lord that their spirits be able to eventually flee this horrible land. And he uh, turns to all of you and he says, well, I suppose it is better Doru at rest than as he was. He was Thank a brave boy. You. Thank you. In, I suppose in many ways. He looks over at all of you and he says, he looks at Irina and he says, see to her safety. She is, she is certainly not safe here. I, I do not wish her to wind up like Doru. Uh, uh, perhaps there is an abbey of Saint Markovia in, in the city, in the town of Krezek. That may be a place that she could be safe. Ah. The Abbey of St. Markovia may be able to provide sanctuary for her from the Devil's Throne. Or perhaps, failing that, the the fortified the town of Velaki. But I favor perhaps the Abbey of St. Markovia. Please, keep her safe. Do, do, not know, allow, there? do not Why do you favor it? Oh, wait, is he talking to all of us or just? Yeah. yeah. He's talking to all of you uh, outside of Irina's, like, like earshot, basically. Yeah. Just keep her safe. The. He 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 just he says that uh, the the order of the Abbey basically like they are the good good people of uh, of the good faith and. Uh, he feels like maybe that would be a place to maintain her safety. Are there places where the uh, devil hold, is able to hold less sway, or is he pretty much able to go as he pleases through any of these towns or any of these areas? He comes and goes as he pleases in his lands. So any refuge is relative? Indeed. Hmm. He is here. Now. He is everywhere. Spooky. This is, this is his domain. Sparkle. Oh. Okay. Irina looks at you all and she says, I do not fancy being ferried from my home, but if we must go, then I will do as I must. And uh, she uh, she's a striking young woman. She has auburn red hair. And uh, most of the villagers seem to be a little bit frightened of her uh, to some degree. And uh, she is uh, wearing uh, some armor and bearing a sword. Wow. Um... She says, uh, I will go with you as it is my brother's command and wish. I do not favor leaving my home, but if it is what is for the best, I will do this. 
Uh, Ismark looks over at you all and he says, I've come to realize that since my father is dead and Irina will be leaving with you, there will be no one here to help protect the city of Barovia. Uh, the people here need me. I think it may be best if I stay and let Irina go with you. Take her to Valaki. Keep her safe. And may the lords bless you and you find some way to escape this place or to end the devil that curses us all. Where do you think we should take her? The abbey or the fortified town? I favor Valaki, the burgomaster there, may be able to provide protection for her. That's the fortified town? It is as fortified as any town can be here. Mm. If there is anywhere that the devil has less influence, it would be there. Walls are also great at keeping people in, not just out. This is true. I fear we have no hope. Mm. It is but little hope. We put our faith in those such as you. Might not be terrible to uh, parlay with some friendlies um, at the Abbey. I want to give a quick flashback that I forgot to give you guys. Okay during your watch. Um, who was uh, third watch? That was Bag me. Bagamo. And it'd be Bagamo. Bagamo, I assume you'd be walking around, checking out all the windows and everything mm -hmm. like that. Okay. During third watch, you see something. Uh, and I, I, there's nothing that comes of this, so you I don't think it's going to matter that I forgot to tell you this. Um, outside in the streets through the windows, you see an eerie green light. It suffuses from the graveyard. And from this light emerged a ghostly procession. Uh, wavering images of uh, doughty women toting great swords and wood-wise men with slender bows dwarves with glittering axes, archaically dressed mages with beards and strange pointed hats. All of them marching forth from the graveyard, numbers growing one second after the other as these, this march of green glowing ghosts proceeds out of the graveyard and down around and out of the city. And you can see this line of glowing ghosts as it passes through the, through the city leading all the way up to the giant castle that overlooks the uh, that overlooks the city of Barovia. The castle, Castle Ravenloft has this line of glowing ghosts, so what look like dwarves bearing axes and wizards and whatever else marching upon the castle. And uh, it passes at the end of your watch. The ghosts 
disappear and dissipate. And if you went outside to look at it, the images just pass right through you, uh, interacting with you absolutely not in no way. Any uh, attempt to strike them, damage them, does absolutely nothing. I don't know if Bagamo is sure if this uh, wasn't like another dream or hallucination or something. Yep. This happened during your watch, so you're fairly certain you were awake, but your dreams when you were asleep were terrible. Are you sure Bagmo didn't take a drug pie? <laughs> no, this is what Bagmo saw during her during okay. the third watch. I forgot what to tell you happened during third watch. I apologize for that. I think if this Bagmo had, had a uh, pastry, it would be sunshine and rainbows and ponies. That's uh -huh. right. Yeah. So glowing green ghosts rising out of the graveyard, eventually marching their way around towards the castle. Uh, Ismark looks at you all and he says, Sister, I love you. Be safe. Go with these people. Go with these folk. They are our best chance. And uh, Irina looks at you all and she says, Well, off we go, I suppose. Set the trail. Bagmo, do you ask or do you ask or bring anything up about the ghostly procession that you saw? No. Do you tell anybody about it? No, because I'm not I'm not sure. Okay. Got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Bring you to the map. Are we going to hit up those fortune tellers? That's what I thought we wanted to do before we head out. That's what the Vistani suggested. They said that they're at a camp at a place called the Serpool, which would be outside of town. All right, you guys are all. Let me find a low, something to mark where you're at. Okay. One moment, please. This map is not marked for you guys. You can all see the map. Yep. Yep. Hey. Okay. Uh, how about we use uh, maybe wet rock yeah, as our sure. marker. One okay. one wet rock. I'll put you on there. Hang on. Okay, wet rock. You're here. Uh, actually, let me. Oop, there you are. All right, you all are here. At the village of Barovia. Uh, the Vistani would tell you where the Serpul is if you had asked them. It is. Well, you'll see. Aren't we going to see them? Uh, yeah, they said it was on the outskirts of town. Yeah. You know that it's not the other way because you came from that way. So you head outwards and. One moment. Wet Rock, you're able to, as you start marching down the road, each hex here is a quarter mile. 
Okay. That's half a mile. That's a mile. As you all pass this first bridge, you cross a uh, burbling uh, river. It's flowing clear blue as like a wintry sky through the valley. Mm. Uh, there's a stone bridge that you are all crossing over. And as you uh, do, on the far end, not heading your way, but sort of heading uh, off on some sort of side path, you uh, catch a glimpse of something. Uh, you catch the glimpse of, through the mist, there is a skeletal warhorse and a skeletal rider clad in what looks like ruined chainmail. And the skeletal rider appears to be holding up a rusted lantern that uh, doesn't appear to be sh giving off any light at all. Mm. We, we're not in conflict with that thing. We're, we just mm -mm. see it. You by. just see it going by, moving down the pathway. Look at everybody and kind of be like, I'm whispering, but I'm very curious as to what in the hell that was and where this uh, this camp for the for the seer is. Is it? Can we ask uh, Irina if she's ever heard of these uh, this skeletal rider? Just I mean, we're not far outside of our town. Uh, Irina tells you that. Oh, there are many ghosts of former, former people. The <laughs> former, there, there are many ghosts of the former guard of Ravenloft. Echoes of the past. Hmm. Be quiet and leave it be. I like that plan. Um. Do you know of the, the seer for the travelers? She says, I have heard of this Madame Eva before. You know it, where? Is said, it is said that I have never met her. It is said that she has the gift of sight. And she may be able to tell us some way to our salvation. I'm willing to try anything that's not drug pies. And if anybody needs someone to try a drug pie. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll try it. Uh, you guys travel on down the road. The skeletal rider eventually passes. So that's another mile. Check and see if you have a random encounter or nay. The, the, the skeletal rider, he didn't wave or acknowledge us in any way. He no, just... made absolutely no acknowledgement. And we did not acknowledge him either. As long as you didn't do anything. Nope, didn't do anything. I didn't even think about waving at him. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, there is no encounter here. As you press onwards, eventually you come to a new location. There is a fork 
in the road right after you crossed the uh, Irina tells you that the name of the river is the River Ilvis I'll label mm. it here for you and you come to this fork in the road I'm going to take you in there now At the fork in the road, an old wooden gallows stands before you at the fork in the road. Uh, an old wooden gallows creaks in a chill wind that blows down from high ground to the west. A frayed length of rope dances from its beam. Well-worn, The well-worn road splits here a signpost opposite the gallows points off in three directions. Barovia village to the east, from where you came. Serpool to the northwest into the forest. And then Ravenloft slash Vallaki to the southwest. The northern fork slants down and disappears into the trees. The... Uh, southwest Fork clings to an upward slope across from the gallows. There is a low crumbling wall in places partially enclosing a small plot of graves that are shrouded in the, in the fog. The graves are entirely unmarked. They appear old. I mean, I guess we want to go to the pools. Everybody roll perception. Perception. Fourteen. Because seven, twelve. We're on fourteen. Uh -oh. uh, Bert, you're terrible. Wet rock. He's not deceptive. A lot of a lot of insurance fraud has gotten by him in the in the company. So, so they just had to failing upward. They had to keep yeah. moving. <laughs> and we can't trust him to do the actual work, but he's a natural insurance man. <laughs> uh, wet rock. Yes. Wet rock and ergoth you hear uh, a sound something from behind you sort of a uh, creaking uh, cracking sort of sound and you turn to look and you don't see much and when you turn back you all see a body hanging from the hanging from the gallows that what? wasn't there previously what? Oh. Who is it? Uh, Wet Rock, you, I think you pointed out this sound that you sort of heard in the distance uh, to everyone. And everybody, as they sort of turn to sort of scout out what it was that you heard, as you turn back, there is a body hanging there. Urgoth, you don't recognize the body. It's just hey. some body hanging there. Nico, you don't recognize the body at all. It is a random person. Bert Beasley, you don't recognize the body hanging there at all. Bagamo, you don't recognize the body hanging there at all. Wetrock, you do recognize the body. Uh -huh. Wetrock, 
you see yourself hanging there. Oh, boy. You see clear as the day, wet rock, you see wet rock hanging from those gallows there. What could this mean? Do you guys see that? As some random person. Some random person? It's me! As you say that, uh, there are sounds and you start to hear hands and fingers crawling their way up from the mud surrounding you as crawling up around you in all places are multiple horrific looking half dead half decomposed creatures pulling themselves out of the ground and out of the mud around you all and when we return next week Will be when everyone is rolling the initiative. The school soul. I wonder if. Well, no. Historically, you've been the only good person That's fighting. Nice yeah. Guy. <laughs> the roads just aren't safe anymore. No, they really. Oh God, they keep aren't. coming. They keep popping up. <laughs> yeah, as multiple. Uh, pull themselves out of the foggy ground. Oh boy, we're surrounded. We are surrounded. So you find yourself surrounded by what appear to be largely undead, half-decomposing creatures. They appear to be wearing what looks like old, decomposing regalia or armor of some sort pulling themselves out of the muck. Wet Rock, you see an image of yourself hanging there from the gallows, whereas everyone else sees nothing but another body. This is where we'll leave you for the night. Mm. Mm. Hope you guys are enjoying the game so far. Enjoying Curse of Strahd. Hawkins, is it living up to the creepy factor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoyed the background music this time. I just want to find out what's going on with those pies. You, know? you need it. You will. Yeah. You, want to, you you want to study those dream pies? Well, I can tell you this. You're probably gonna fit. You're probably gonna figure that out. I'm not sure that you want to know. <laughs> uh oh. Foreshadowing. All right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Good night, Bye. everybody. Bye.